Welcome back to Pardon My Franchise, the podcast about movies that we do about movie franchises. Uh There's lots of movies. Uh I'm Nora. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm Autumn. Uh Hi. Hello. Um, Uh Uh-huh. Listeners, we have just hit order on a pizza, and we are on... We are are under the gun. (laughs) When that pizza arrives, we are the table. <laughs> um, when that pizza arrives, we're gonna stop podcasting because uh, I'm hungry. I can't record an entire podcast with Brandon Sanderson saying it's time to come on the TV in front of us. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to tell people what's on the TV right now? Well, first of all, it's an interview that. Christopher Paolini is doing with Daniel Green mm-hmm. on the former's uh, YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. You can see his uh, sword on the wall. Yeah, I think he made is that, that Stormbringer. Sword? No, that is Zarok uh-huh. from Aragon. We should. Okay. Mm. I have an idea. <sighs> yeah. Can I tell listeners what we've been planning? Or should I tell you? We can we can say that we've been planning it. I don't. We don't have any concrete plans. Yeah. Laid out yet. Yes. So, listeners, we have said we we're going to do the four secret project books for Ars Arcanum this year. Yeah. Um, we are also making plans to do more Sanderson and more fantasy stuff in general. I'm not going to get too specific, but just like we are making plans to podcast about fantasy books more often right <clears throat> what if what if like stairwells we rate the stairs in every movie what if what if we just started keeping a spreadsheet of how the swords do in this book though the issue with that is that let's say we read right we 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 the way of wings the way of wings if we read a stormlight book which sword gets to be... Ooh, you gotta pick a sword. Yeah. Mm. Because, like, Aragon is easy. It's like, oh, it's Zarok. I oh, mean, it's, you know. there there are movies we watch with multiple stairs in them, and generally our approach is to rate it as a holistic experience. But, but you can't... You, you, stairwells in movies don't get names and unique powers. Yeah, I can't... Although I suppose sometimes they do have unique powers. I can't say that, like... 
okay spoilers for the way of kings i guess the 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 sword that kaladin gets i can't rate that in the same way that i rate the sword that dalinar has at the beginning of the book also, Those are two have different. To clarify which sword Kaladin gets. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of swords uh-huh. Kaladin gets. Right. So then we. So then do we like? Yeah. But then it's like, oh, Adolin. Mm-hmm. Adolin's sword. Is that the sword for this book? Or like, no. I mean, some of them is easy. Like words of radiance. It's how cool is that knife? But um. Man, it's a cool <laughs> knife though. Man. <laughs> That shit's um, a cool knife. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, I don't know. Also, j- the Mistborn books just all get Fs across the board. No swords. No swords. Well, there's one sword. What's the one sword? It's, Listeners, stop. It's, stop. It's not on screen. Don't worry. But a character in Mistborn owns a sword. Yeah, okay. I think well, I know what you're talking about. Two char- one character in Mistborn owns a sword. I think I know who you're talking about. And we're... That's not... Wayne is definitely a guy who bought a katana at the mall one time. I'm not even talking about Era 2. <laughs> but yes. One character who is in both Era 1 and Era 2... Uh-huh. Canonically owns a sword most of the time. Doesn't always use it or carry it. I don't think we've ever actually seen him use it. But I have, he's got I'm gonna it. have to ask you a question after this, but, but whatever... So anyway, as you can tell, this is a podcast where we're going to talk about Shrek. <laughs> um, so this is the first of our Shrek season, which is great because I kind of I kind of expect we'll get a few more listeners than usual um, to hear us talk about Shrek. I, I imagine more people care about Shrek than the Highlander movies. What is the phrase like the winter of our discontract? Is that how it goes? The winter of our discontent? No, discontract. <laughs> discontract? Like Shrek. <laughs> this is our season of Shrek. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. It's, welcome to the Ogreverse, baby. Yeah, we're in the Ogreverse. Um, if you're new here, um, sorry for the first couple minutes you had to listen to. Uh, not that sorry, though. Um, it's Saturday night. Both of us just got off work. Um, we're a little punchy. It's chill. Um, earlier this week, we watched Shrek, and unfortunately, we were not able to record our podcast about it in a timely manner because both of us, at different points, got very sick. I was scheduled eight days in a row. You were scheduled eight days in a row. Uh, I'm still working most of those. You're, yeah, you only missed one of those on account of being extremely sick. You probably could have gotten away with missing two, but you have a lot of work to get done, so um so yeah you know people love corporate people Mm -hmm. love to not show up in the backs of a like a of like a store for months Mm -hmm. and then finally show up and be like no there's too much stuff down here motherfucker you sent the shit (laughs) you ordered the wine Uh uh-huh uh-huh he's like yeah just just tell the vendors no sometimes it's like motherfucker it ain't the vendor the wine doesn't come from a vendor. It comes from you. I know this feeling very well. <laughs> I have potentially a lot more work in my future, an mm-hmm. increase of hours and work mm-hmm. and responsibilities. So 
we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, you will still find us here most weeks. Yeah. De- delivering. In the, here in the trenches. We're the, in the podcast trenches, as the, they say. The podcast the podcasts do be paying half our rent, so no matter how much we work, we do still have to do the podcasts. If you look at it from a certain point of view, it pays all of my rent. It, do, it doesn't yeah. pay any of your rent. Yeah. <laughs> but it pays all of my rent. <laughs> um, you know so, who doesn't pay rent or a mortgage? Shrek. Shrek. Or Farquaad, but Shrek. Does Shrek pay a mortgage? We don't know. No, he doesn't. He he owns that swamp? No, but he owns his home. He made his own house. Does he own the land, though? He does at the end because he gets the deed to it. That's a plot point. Oh, yeah, he does get the land. Okay, so, so Shrek. I don't think there a deed existed before then. I think Farquaad's, like, clearly must have drafted a deed for this swamp. Right, so, like, okay. So Shrek is a squatter, and th- this no, is... he's a <laughs> colonizer. <laughs> Shre- I don't know. <laughs> so this is a story about how Shrek goes from squatter to landed gentry. Is what he's, you're saying? He's not a squatter. He built a house in the swamp. Nobody <laughs> wanted the swamp. He keeps telling people to keep out of the swamp, not because they want to be in the swamp, but because they keep trying to come kill the ogre. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you if you're listening to this podcast, you've seen Shrek. Like, okay, so it's... Normally what we do here is that I explain the plot of Highlander 5 to you or, like, Night of the Living Dead 6 or whatever. Three sentences. Three sentences? All right. Three sentence plot summary for Shrek. Sentence one. Lord Farquaad is doing genocide on all the fairy tale creatures of the kingdom, and they uh, are taking refuge in Shrek's swamp, which Shrek does not like, and he goes and takes it up with Farquaad. Sentence two. Farquaad sends Shrek on a quest to save the princess in exchange for his swamp, and Shrek does this. Sentence three. Uh, with the princess in tow, they make their way back home. Uh, and Shrek falls in love with Princess Fiona on their way. Semicolon. Semicolon. She's an ogre. <laughs> semicolon again. Uh-huh. Uh, then they defeat Farquaad. Um, also, this is just a sort of tongue-in-cheek, sardonic, not quite parody of fairy tales. It's interesting because, like... Because Shrek 2 is going to lean further into the parody of fairy tales thing. But it's also going to have a lot more pop culture. Yeah. This movie is way more slight than I remember it being. It's really just, here's a basic framework, we're going to put some jokes in it, and we're going to really sell these celebrities on as these roles. Yeah. And it's very, you know, um, Shrek 2 um, is, I think, very enmeshed in pop culture. I think it's on the AFI list, isn't it? In the 100 films? I think it must be. Must yeah. be. Must it literally must be. Yeah. It cannot cannot be. <laughs> How excluded. could you have a canon of cinema without Shrek 2? You can't. Uh-huh. <laughs> um so Shrek 2 very and we'll talk about it next week cuz I haven't seen Shrek 2 since I was 8 years old, I imagine. I don't know. Um <laughs> 
This can't bite us in the ass. This can't bite us in the ass. <laughs> but I'm going to make claims about definitely this is how Shrek 2 is. This movie I haven't seen in probably 20 years. I played the video game uh, oh, yeah. on the Xbox. Oh, yeah. I played the video game on the PS2. We had a multi-tap plugged into that bitch. So we could all four. I played it with my brother and sister on my dad's uh, Xbox. Um, which is also one time... I was there hanging out watching him play video games and he pulled up KOTOR and he was like, oh yeah, through that door is the final boss, but he'll, he'll kick my butt so I don't want to go in there right now. And then he just kept fighting battle droids in the Star Forge. <laughs> um, I remember, because um, I was an only child, so I convinced my parents to get us a multi-tap for the PS2 because I was like, listen... I don't have brothers or sisters. I, I need friends. This is a great way to get people to come over if all four of us can play PS2 games together. And it worked. Um, <clears throat> we played Shrek 2 and Medal of Honor Frontline. Which, did you also get stuck on the Puss in Boots rhythm game? Yes. I, yes. We, I don't, I think we might have eventually gotten past it, but I don't, no, we never, we never beat that. I remember that one, and I remember, um... In Star Fox Adventure, at about the 50% mark, there is a thing where you have to button mash to get mm. past it. And literally, in all my life, I have never gotten past that that specific button mashing thing in Star Fox Adventure because... So you saw the number of times you would have to press the A button and you said, No, nope, that's too much! <laughs> Shut the <laughs> I can't stand you. I love you so much, and I hate you <laughs> in equal measure. Uh, let's go. Yeah, let's go down the cast list real quick. Sure. Shrek. Yeah. What do you mean? How do you like Shrek in this film? Shrek. I thought you meant the cast list. How do you like Mike Myers as Shrek? And one of the three blind mice. <laughs> uh, he. It's a classic performance. Yeah. I I thought he's a guy. He's an honestly, Shrek, kind of the voice of a generation. It's interesting because like Mike Myers movies, he's usually like at a hundred and fifty percent at all times. You know, uh, it says pizza is on its way. I'm gonna just uh, keep an eye on my phone here. Um, <clears throat> so he's usually so over the top all the time. But in this movie, he's bouncing off of Eddie Murphy, and so it's the most, like, subdued Mike Myers. Subdued is not quite the right word, but... This is the most subdued he's been since Halloween, I think. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) How'd you you feel about Eddie Murphy as Donkey? (sighs) Donkey. Donkey. (laughs) I think he did a great job. I can see how... Lesser writers might, if given the infinite abyss of time mm-hmm. to like constantly write jokes for Donkey, how that would become torturous. Yes. Um, but in this movie, he is a character. He has a genuine core underneath his jokes mm-hmm. that might be lost as the films progress. Who can say? That's that's the thing, right? That's where they get you because um, the thing that I found so weird about Donkey um, is that if if this movie was made now, 
It wouldn't be Eddie Murphy. Well, it would obviously for many reasons. <laughs> it wouldn't be Eddie Murphy. Um, uh, but it would be a much more cute character who would say things like "yas," and um, it would not. Olaf, Olaf gets an arc in both Frozen movies. But it's kind of, the movie is poking fun at Olaf for getting an arc. It's like, look at this stupid little snowman. He I gets an arc, too. I don't think that Olaf is intellectually an adult. No. <laughs> Donkey is an adult. Yes, yes. <laughs> he is a man. <laughs> oh, Donkey's a lot of man. <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, like there's like a whole character in inside of Donkey, and her name is the Dragon. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's it really, it was very well done. Um, Cameron Diaz as Princess Fiona, not the strongest. I don't really star. like Cameron Diaz. Really, I think Fiona gets more to do in the next movie. Yeah, for sure. I think she'll be better in the next movie. But I just I'm not a Cameron Diaz person. Um, I don't. I couldn't tell you a role that. I re- I just remember her being like all over the place in the '90s and 2000s, and then just disappearing, sort of, in the way that like, you know. Unfortunately, actresses like it often happens. Like, oh well, you were over 35, and so you're no longer attractive to certain Hollywood type guys, and now you don't get roles anymore. But insane. also insane sentiment. but also i just don't i don't much care for her i think fiona is the weak link of this movie in a big way um some of that some of that is down to her not being well written i think um and also her design just being bizarre um i thought the animation on the fairy tale creatures yeah was surprisingly good like better than I thought it was gonna be, considering this movie came out in two thousand. Most of the like textures look pretty nice. Yeah, not too much. There, there's a couple of things that are like, oh, that's a little bit some weird lighting going uh-huh. on. This is a very like baked in look that you have here. Uh-huh. But um, for the most part, a lot of it looks pretty good. But then I think the like humans, the the, the like New Donk City looking humans. Um, I don't, I don't like any of them. Farquaad is the only one that works for me because he's proportioned like a fairy tale creature yeah. guy. Speaking of which, uh, John Lithgow is Lord Farquaad. Obviously, great, great part of this movie. Um, I always didn't <clears throat> like that he didn't never came back because I yeah. thought he was a fun guy. I feel like the I feel like the writers are kind of pissed off that they killed him so definitively in this movie because it feels like they really hit something and he can just never. You know come who back. will never die? Hmm. Prince Charming. That's true. They're going to keep that MF around. Yes. Unless he dies in the fourth one that I don't know about. <laughs> when did they kill Prince Charming? I mean, Prince Charming stays around presumably because they're like, well, we can't ever bring Farquaad back, so fuck. Um, but also, you know, maybe if maybe if Farquaad lived through this movie, now Shrek 2 is a movie about Farquaad's revenge, and it's not, you know. Yeah, then, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Next. Um from here we get into the joke characters monsieur robin hood um who i think in a dvd extra is implied to be gay i think in the movie is implied to be gay (laughs) 
Um, I just, in the movie, he's like, oh, that's my, that's my woman. I'm gonna, you know, uh, I, I should have the princess. And in the, um, in the DVD extras, him and the Merry Men are singing YMCA. And I'm just like, wait, hold up. I think that might be momentum from Men in Tights. Like, Perhaps. culturally. Perhaps. Um, and then, yeah, like, Gingerbread Man, not a character. Yeah, it's weird because <laughs> Gingerbread Man in the next movie is a character and the pizza, pizza man is calling. Um, Butterfingers. All right. I'm gonna... You can keep vamping if you want. No, not the gun chop buttons. Oh, I'm the Gingerbread Man. Oh, no. <laughs> muffin ah, Man? The Muffin Man. The Muffin Man. Um, Where's my keys? I should Gingerbread Man, just kind of a plot device. Very workhorse, not really a character. He'll be better in the next movie. Um, <clears throat> Magic Mirror and Geppetto does, you know, Geppetto not a character, but Magic Mirror, I think, continues to show up and tell some jokes. I think he has like a whole game show host thing at some point. I don't really remember. Pinocchio, very fun. Uh, also, um, definitely the um, the Pinocchio that uh, inspired um, the Dimension Twenty Pinocchio. I, I think. Um, I haven't seen the original Pinocchio in quite some time, but I do have on hand. The gif of Pinocchio dead in the rain. That one's always good. And then we get into Blind Mouse uh, Thelonious, which is the uh, headsman. Big Bad Wolf, also not a character yet, but we'll have more bits later. Um, yeah, the three bears, one of them dies. Oh, Peter Pan? I didn't even see peter pan in this movie uh yeah that's you know that's it for the characters also you know um there is uh the book shrek which i've never read i've never seen uh, i have no experience with the original book version of shrek um I, I would I would read that, but I don't know what else to really say. So um, I suppose that's it for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I finished it while you were gone. Unless you have thoughts about the book. The book. The book Shrek. The original book that the movie is based on. It's based on a book. It's based on a book. I'd never heard of this. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about casting. Uh-huh. Nicolas Cage was initially offered the role of Shrek, no. but he turned it down because he did not want to look like an ogre. Oh, my God. <laughs> he explained in 2013, when you're drawn, in a, way that it's, in a way it says more about how children are going to see you than anything else, and so I care about that. Chris Farley would have been fine as Shrek. That's an SNL guy. 
Oh, that guy. Yeah. He would have been fine. I think Mike Myers is a better choice, but... Um... Myers asked to re-record all of his lines with a Scottish accent similar to that his mother used when she told him bedtime stories and also used for his roles in other films, such as So I Married an Axe Murderer and The Spy Who Shagged Me. Um, it's, oh, he also had a couple other accents he tried to do, but... <laughs> <laughs> After hearing the alternative, uh, Katzenberg asked, agreed to redo the scenes in the film, saying, It was so good, we took $4 million worth of animation out and did it again. <laughs> Myers disputed the cost, saying, It didn't cost the studio millions of dollars, as rumored. What it meant is, instead of me going in for 10 sessions, I went in for 20 sessions. I got paid the same. Okay. I think I think uh, Michael Myers is not considering that all the other people. <laughs> yeah, like you got paid the same, but the animators had to go in a lot more. Um, it's a good, it's a good voice. It's it's Shrek. What do you what do you yeah. have to say about Shrek? A quarter of a century later, we all know Shrek. Yeah. You know? Um. And yeah, yeah, it's just weird that we... Uh, the the only thing that was weird was how much of what I remembered about this movie is actually just in the next movie. Yeah. All of your affection for all these characters is primarily from other movies. Um, it, Not from other movies, from the next movie, because I assume that everyone listening, like myself, went and watched Shrek 3 when it came out and was like, well, that's terrible, and then never watched Shrek 4. I, I assume everybody's on the same page about I that. I think I saw Shrek 3 once but I don't remember it. I... Shrek the third... No, I don't I don't have any memory of it. Um, so, just real quick. Shrek, 2001. Clean 90 minutes. In and out. Do you want to... Do you want to take a guess on how long Shrek 2 is? I'm going to put in an hour 50. Is going to be my guess. Uh... 115 minutes. So... Five short of two so you you okay no i have said 110 minutes a hundred i want i think 105 minutes okay 105 to 110 you're saying 105 then we're doing okay. prices right rules fine okay one minute <laughs> <laughs> yes i think about you know little between an hour and a half to two hours 92? Ooh. 92? <laughs> well, I guess you got it with one minute then. <laughs> I did not think that was going to be how that panned Hell out. Yeah. You know what? When you have a bunch of needle drops, uh, you can you can pace a movie real good. 93 for Shrek the Third. They're getting up there. <laughs> yeah, really getting a little long in the tooth. Come on, man. Um, we're... Sh- Forever after. Shrek Forever After. Shrek for, Forever After. Oh, look. There's that little troll man. I forgot about that troll man. Shrek the Final Chapter 3D. It ain't ogre till it's ogre. Um, 93 again. Oh. They didn't go up to 94. They said no. Now we'll have to check the adventures of Puss in Boots. Yeah. Puss in Boots. You just... Yeah. Spin-off prequel film. 90. Finally. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. 
We have 102 minutes. See? Modern movies, this is how they, they do it to you. That extra time. 10 minutes is for the panic attack. <laughs> Nora, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. Find me on co-host at Ashworm, Ash with an E, Worm with a Y. You can find me on other podcasts, including this uh, journal updated at thesecondbestgame.club. Where we're, we play video games every month. This month we're going to play Metal Gear Solid. And I should start playing that soon. You can also find me on Anomalous Readings where I read a book every month. This month we're reading Sleep in a Sea of Stars by Christopher Paolini. That uh, podcast comes out a week after this comes out. So you have time, if you're a patron, to send emails if you want. Asking us about sci-fi stuff. Tentacles, pigs, stuff like that. Where can people find you online? That's you- great. Uh, see ya. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee. You can go to exportodd.io. That takes you to the Patreon page. On the landing page there, we've got links to all the free feeds for all our shows. But, of course, if you want to support us, at a dollar a month, you get this podcast early, Ornate Stairwells early, Gotham City Limits early, um, all sorts of things. And then at $5 a month, you get coffee and comic books, and you get other bonus things. There's a recent Stairwells that's in the $5 tier, and... We've got some other stuff cooking up because I want to, you know, make sure the $5 patrons are fed. Um, and yeah, I, I would encourage you if you enjoyed this episode. Um, one, if you didn't enjoy this episode, we're going to try harder next week. <laughs> are, what, what do you mean? I just mean, I just mean that this is a very we're, like loose. We're watching Lucy. 90 minute movies. I'm just saying this was like a 30 minute episode. We were just kind of bullshitting. It's fine. Shrek 2 will show up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, I showed up today. You showed up today. I felt like I didn't show up today. Well, that's not on me. That's not on you. Um, anyway, uh, you should go listen to um, this week's episode of Ornate Stairwells. It'll be out in the Patreon feed um, on Tuesday the 11th. I'm just saying that because I don't know when it will be out in relation to this episode. Um, uh, 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 we covered we covered um, Man with a Movie Camera. We covered Snake and June, another direct or another movie from the director of Tetsuo the Iron Man. Um, we covered Mobile Suit Gundam F ninety one. We covered The Wire season one. We covered four erotic thrillers, I think. Um, yeah, they were F ninety one. We we did a really good episode of Stairwells this week, and I would encourage everybody to go check it out. Um, it felt good to get back to stairwells after a weird, we had, we had COVID and then we were getting back into the groove and then we both got the stomach flu and we had another weird week. And I'm hoping, really hoping that now it's just going to be smooth sailing. We're back in our rhythm. So, um, I really enjoyed the stairwells we did this week and I would encourage everybody to go listen. Also, I liked the one we did the week before with you. It was a weird one, but I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um... What do we say to him? Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of Pardon My Franchise, but it ain't ogre till it's ogre. <laughs>